Ayo, this is another episode of the Steven from the Old Time Podcast. Listen to my dad, he's awesome. Welcome to a new episode of Steven of the All Time Podcast. I am your host, the Ayatollah of Hip Hop. The whole damn show, the rated R podcaster, and one half of the tag team champions of the world. With my co host tonight, Milenko El Matador Kukulhan. <laughs> you know who it is. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm good yourself. I just gotta say, I'm super proud of you. I'm 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 happy to see that you don't look like Sami Zayn anymore and you finally shaved that beard and cut your hair. <laughs> I did. You look terrible. You look barber. I took a new barber. It took 12 minutes. The quickest I ever got a cut. I couldn't believe I'm going back to that guy. For the whole thing? Dude, it was amazing. I never seen that shit like that. 12 minutes. You look look top. Pause, but you look top. Compared to the when we went for dinner last week, you looked terrible i said yeah, i can't like do i said i can't do my my next episode with him <laughs> looking like that especially if we're going to be doing it on video going forward Jesus. <laughs> but you didn't even know i didn't even tell you i just showed up i yeah, didn't yeah. do it for the podcast but <laughs> thank god you did it <laughs> thank god. uh 2024 malenko we're here we're doing things differently uh yeah. we're finally doing video um, finally my new year's resolution isn't starting off good yeah. Uh, I said I was gonna I was gonna buy less music, less CDs this year. So far, I'm at 15. And you say that every year, so we don't count that. Exactly. So next, yeah. next year, <laughs> 2025. You know what the problem is? Is that I loved 2023 so much for hip hop, for mm-hmm. music, but I hated it at the same time because there was so much that came out that I started only listening to towards the end of the year. Oh, okay, yeah. Even yeah, now, even now, I'm listening to albums that came out in 2023 and I really never spent time with or really dug deep with it. I'm only doing it no. now. Yeah, same for me, same for me. It's same for crazy. Me, I'm still listening to the and, stuff that I haven't picked up yet. There's too much. And... You saw that Mickey Diamond put out uh, Bangkok Dangerous 4 on uh, DSPs, right? You still didn't listen to it. Still didn't listen to it. I'm waiting for the good time. It, it's I'm out. Waiting. For me, it's going to be 2024. I know it's out. But for me, it's going to be a 2024 album. I decide. You better not put it on. I don't want to hear it on your list. I still can't believe my number one album of 2023. Okay. You still didn't listen to it. Yeah, I still haven't. It's crazy. I I need to listen to it more, for sure. Um, you want to start the year? I have a question for you right away. Okay, go ask. Okay. Ask away. Is Drake hip hop? Oh, you're saying that because of the because uh, <laughs> uh, Yesin Bay said that he. What did he say? He said, but what do you think? Uh, first of all. Do I find him hip hop? Do you think Drake is hip hop? It's simple. He does hip hop, but I don't think he's fully hip hop. He's pop music. Exactly. So, but what I think Most Def said, I, I'm, I totally disagree. I disagree with Most Def 100%. Shopping music, uh, he's guessing, not shopping. Guessing, guessing he, he's not shopping music, that's for sure. Yeah, but to take him out of hip hop, Drake, you're taking out the biggest artist 
ever in rap music and you tell come on most def i thought way better that is just disappointed that he says shit like that <laughs> you know like uh you just take him out like that drake dude He's, he's the biggest. He's he's a pop. Okay, he's the pop rapper. Okay, he's a pop rapper. Absolutely, pop rap. Okay, but he's the biggest all time. Like Ja Rule cannot beat that. Like uh, 50 Nelly, Cent. 50 Cent. Like those are commercial rappers. They're never gonna make it big like that. That make pop music. Exactly. So he is. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. Yasin Bey disappointed <laughs> me. Disappointed when I when I heard that I'm like, dude. Your music plays at restaurants. Like if I go to a cool cafe bar, you're gonna hear Miss Fat Booty, right? Absolutely. So get the fuck out. So I'm just disappointed, man, that he says stuff like that. I'm like, how can you take out Drake of rap? You know what I love about um, like a guy like Yasin Bey, he's gonna make stupid comments, right? Mm -hmm. He's gonna mm -hmm. make stupid comments. And then you're asking yourself, it's like, where's my album? Where's the album you've promised us for the last 10, 15 years? Where's the album with Manny Fresh that I've been waiting for for 10 years? Where's my album? Stop making stupid exactly. comments. And he's and a great artist. I mean, yeah. he's a great artist, but sometimes he needs to understand. He's an artist, dude. He needs to understand there's subgenres and everything. Like, come on, dude. There's he, a lane for everyone. So. He shouldn't talk anymore. Just give me my album and I'll be happy. But Drake is rap. Come on. Okay. He, he's That's a, all he, I wanted he, to say. He's an artist that makes hip hop. But pop, you know? Exactly. He raps. He's a rapper. So he's he's from hip hop. But and makes and that makes pop music. That makes pop music. And the number don't lie. So if he sells like that, number the records he have, numbers don't lie, my friend. Okay, so the real reason that we're here tonight, uh we're gonna review two albums. Uh the first album. Because 2024 is already starting off on a good foot. Let's be honest yep. with each other. Agreed. Uh, we're going we're gonna to review the uh, penalty of leadership, Nicholas Craven and Boldy James. I'm excited. Uh, but so far, it's starting off well. Some, an album that came out, we're not going to review it. Something that I just listened to today for the first time, because it actually came out yesterday yesterday. Uh, or two days ago on Monday the 15th, is the Husking Pin and Ninth mm. Wonder. Ooh. Super Goat. Holy man. Super Goat. Husking oh. Pin and Ninth Wonder, Super Goat. I listened aye, to it aye, twice. Aye. It's fantastic. Bro. I can't you, wait till you listen to that. I can't I, wait till can you listen be, to That can be contender for me right away because you know Husking, <laughs> I love the way Husk raps. I love him. And uh, it, it's my top three favorite producer of all time. So let's go. I it's can't fucked. wait. I can't wait. I wish Night Wonder <laughs> would do a West Side Gun collab like that. I would. I wish I could see that before I die. I haven't listened to that song on the Ross album. That West Side Gun is on a Night Wonder beat. I it's, haven't listened to it. Never. Never. It's never, not never. bad. It's not bad. It's not on bad. A Russ but, album. He gave us that on a Russ album. I know. What do you want me to tell you? What do you want me yeah. to tell you? But you need to listen to this uh, Super Goat. With, uh, you're going to enjoy it. Uh, so, Nicholas Craven and Boldy James, Penalty of Leadership. Uh, this is their second album together. Mm -hmm. Two years ago, they had released a project uh, that was probably in my top five that year. Top four, maybe top three. I can't remember. But it's that for sure top ten. But that was a phenomenal, phenomenal 
Very yeah. chain, no robberies. Yep. Yeah, that was the the chemistry that they had was fantastic. Yeah, was yeah, next I, level. Um, I I I just I'm uh, I saw a guy with the hoodie of the, yes. the CD. I thought I told you, and I told him, "Yo, listen to Mickey Diamond." Okay, <laughs> have a nice day. <laughs> he uh, said, "Who? Mickey Diamond?" I said, "Okay, bye." So this is their second album together. I didn't I I didn't know if they were going to be able to come back and top the album that they made together for the first time around. But so far, I am loving this record. Loving this record. The production from Nicholas Craven. I think on the last episode I put him in my top 5 producers uh of 2023. This starts off the year on the perfect note possible. The, I think it's a banger right away. I think the, it's a banger right away for them to collab and do it again like that. Um, and uh, it's 36 minutes, 11 love, songs. Love. And uh, the, the format is just perfect. Honestly, the format that, per, that I think is my favorite. Honestly, I'm biased for that. I think that's a perfect uh matchup but nicholas craven again um there's something we need to talk about with regards to nicholas craven before we jump into the album a lot of uh, how do i say this i've heard a lot of people say that his beats are simple Mm -hmm. but to guys like my me and you that really listen to the way he he manipulates the beat he manipulates the sample the way he puts it all together it's kind of different than a lot of producers because it it's it flows super like it's it's so like put together so properly i don't like using that word but it was put together so perfectly that it just makes it like that sample is is his it's he made that you get what I'm trying to say? Oh uh, no, I I feel what you. But I was one of the uh, the guys who said it first. Like I I, I really thought that it's um it's uh his beats are were just really loopy. So yeah. there was rare band bones and just concentrating on the loop and that same bar repeating a lot. I thought I thought I thought that uh, a lot of times, uh, reason was taking over. Uh, reason. Ransom was taking over some beats for him, but uh, um, yeah, no, I I I really like uh his production the way he, he got it now. It's excellent. The evolution, you know, he, he's perfecting beats just by the intro, just by telling the intro. That intro is oof. That first song, I and that's probably one of my my favorite song this year. <laughs> formal formal invite but is yeah formal invite man. Damn, that is bluesy. Those those uh, those keys just going on and off, and uh, no, I, I enjoy it, man. That people shout, shouts um, ring out. I love it. I just it's super good with the guitar at the end of that of that loop. Really good, really good. You 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 said something so perfectly is his evolution, the evolution of Nicholas Craven, and you could tell from. His first time productions with Ransom versus now with Boldy James, and how yeah. the song just is so perfectly put together. Mm-hmm. Well, like going back to when he was doing Conway remixes. Yeah, you remember when he did, dude? Those Conway remixes are insane. 
um, Craven, uh, N, that was a great two. Like all those beats, but there was still be a lot of those beats that were super simple that I thought that remain a that um not remain, but how do you say like just they stuck with you? They st- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they stuck with me. There's some really good beats on there. The thing with Nicholas Craven is he brings out the best in the artists that he work with. Mm-hmm. Like look at a guy like Ransom, right? Ransom yeah. Ransom really started to get, don't take, please don't take this the wrong way. He really started getting onto another level because of the production that he had. Yeah. We were so used to Ransom on a certain style of production. Yes, he worked with Static Selector. Yes, he works with a bunch of other producers. But Nicholas Craven really went to go get him in a certain way that we never heard Ransom, right? When you put a Nicholas Craven with a Ransom, you hear the you hear the best out of what Ransom could do. Oh uh, yeah, honestly. And honestly. you and, and the other thing that's the most important is that the the sound of the music is like a musical, it's like a movie. That's what he brings out of the artist. It's like a, it's mm-hmm. like storytelling. It's like front mm-hmm. to big, front to back. It's a, it's a storytelling type of album. It's a movie type of al- album. It's like you're listening to a a a motion picture soundtrack when you get with Nicholas Craven. Okay. Yeah. And what he did with Ransom was like, okay, listen, Ransom could spit. Ransom has bars. Ransom could do so much. But here's a guy like Nicholas Craven that's going to bring that out of him. It's going to elevate the sound of his voice. It's going to elevate that whole aspect of who the artist is in Ransom and make you really focus way more on what he's saying Hmm. and what his lyrics mean and how he's putting it together just because of how the music flows and how important the sound of that album is and how it sounds. Yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, no, I... I enjoy uh I really enjoy the 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 formal invite that first intro amazing uh and then you have Boldy on the other side from he hasn't changed since the last albums he's just man that guy is so menacing right he has that monotone voice mm-hmm. but if I can compare him to like Rock Marciano Rock Marciano is way more he floats way more Right. Well, he's more lyrical. He's, he's more and he's the way. Slicker. Yeah. He's just slick. He's slicker. But he's yeah, he's still monotone. Right? But he's slick. You get a guy like Baldy James, he's monotone, but that motherfucker is an assassin. <laughs> okay, he's an assassin. Like I feel like he's such a menacing uh rapper. I I always like that. But he's interesting. Like it's what always he has, interesting. always, always. It, what he has to say is super interesting. It makes you kind of like, like, what is he gonna say next? Mm-hmm. And on this album, I find it really goes to get him after his accident, uh, and what he had to go through since the mm-hmm. accident, and the storytelling that he's telling us into the album. Like, it's almost depressing. Yeah, he goes. He goes. Uh... Man, he, when he talks about murderous tendencies on on track four, like, dude, that, that track is deep. He's going in. He's going in talking about all his friends. He he, he shows a lot of a regret on evil genius. On evil genius, he's talking about like how he should have maybe left the kitchen 
and work on him on his stuff first, he would have dominated the game. So he he goes way uh the the accident like you talked about. He he had that accident twenty twenty three, right? Yeah, at the beginning of twenty twenty three, and the story behind where Nicholas Craven went to Detroit and worked with him in Detroit. Yeah. Um, the stuff he says, like when like escaping from the the rehab. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's in one song he said in uh, on number I th- five. I think it's it's brand new. I think it's brand new Chanel kicks. Brand new Chanel kick. Yeah, that's when he talks about the album. Yeah, that yeah. was the single. Yeah, but it, it, it's 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 a different side. It's still the grimy. It's still the assassin, Boldy James. But it, you 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 get a different side from him. You oh, want to know more. You want to know more. It's heartfelt. To that point, it's heartfelt. Yeah, that that Jack Frost beat, the second song, that Jack Frost beat, it sounds like a a seventies like a um, cop movie, like a, a like a cop flip, yeah. like the da, 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 like those synths bouncing. It makes me think of that. I like that. It's it's different. And um, the other song that I really enjoy on this, and that's my second favorite, is number eight with Soccer Mom. Love that's, it. Dude, that's a different beat for uh, I don't know. It's a it's a Zillaphone. I don't know if it's a Zillaphone. I don't know what the fuck it is. How you call that little thing that you? you I have no idea. An Xylophone. An Xylophone. Right. Xylophone. Yeah. Right. Excuse. Pardon my French. An <laughs> Xylophone. But um, yeah. That I don't know what the fuck is that instrument. The it sounds good. Oof, in, oh, peut-être it's an orca or something like that. Orca? Mm-hmm. Is that the, the animal? Or the Yeah, the... You know the, what they have in the, in the English, right? Uh, yes, yes. Okay. I know exactly. I have the vision in my head. When you edit the video, can you make sure you get that so that... No, the, I'm going to put the, the Quebec flag <laughs> here. Because <laughs> everybody from around the Quebec. world will not understand a word you're saying. No, I know. And I need to pronounce better in English. Because last episode, I was like, dude... I talk like I have a potato on the mouth. I need to pronunciate my words way better. It's tough English. Uh, but my question to you with this album is, would there have been any other producer that would, would have been able to bring out this side of Boldy James with this style of music, this style of production, these samples, and mm-hmm. the way just the album is put together? I my mean, answer is absolutely not. I uh, honestly, I think the same. I think the same because to take Boldy on an 11 song, 36 minute album with those up and downs, and I honestly don't think so. Like, you know, what album I've been waiting for? The one of the projects that I love the most about Baldy James, and the one is the, the Versace tape, right? Yes. The Versace tape, who was the producer of that? Jay Versace. Jay Versace, yeah. So him, I always wanted to. I feel like his production for Boldy was amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So, I mean, it's tough to say because Boldy James did it on so many producers already. Uh, he, he did multiple, al- per- super good albums on multiple producing. So, I mean, Super Tech Bo, Bo Jackson. Yep. Real about Boldy, dude. He has a lot, uh, Maji on Mick Nichols. Like, come on, dude. He has so many. So, 
it's tough to say if another producer will take him at the same spot. But I think for 11.36, perfect. You're ready for the biggest thing of 2024, what I'm about to tell you? Go ahead. I'm, I'm always ready. I love Nicholas Craven and Boldy James more than I, I love Boldy James with The Alchemist. Oh, that's a drop. That's a big drop. Wow. I mean, I mean. I'm telling you. It's your opinion. We can do a, we, we could do a. And, and don't get me other. wrong. The Alchemist albums are, uh, are incredible. I just find what I'm hearing now from Boldy is different. And there's nobody else that could bring it out of him as much as Nicholas Craven. Yeah. It oh, elevates man. Boldy James. Nicholas Craven's production elevates Boldy James. When you're going to go listen to a Boldy James and Alchemist, you, you, you expect that. You expect what, what you're going to get from that project. There's also a lot of drums in there. Like, mm -hmm. the, the yeah. flow of the album is super differently. Like, this is... The price and tea in China, though? Fuck. I, I I, I'm not comparing albums. I'm saying who I like together more. Yeah. I never said the the albums are better than the Nicholas Cravens or vice versa. I said mm -hmm. the match yeah. is right now Nicholas Craven and Boldy James. I love what they're doing together. This album is great. This album is 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 f fantastic. And in five months, six months, seven months, when I go back to it, mm -hmm. it's probably gonna stand the test of time because that's what uh, the the last album did. Yeah. No. For like, dude. No, I, I enjoyed this. Um, I, I enjoyed this album. I enjoyed this album. I get your point. I get your point. It's tough not to get uh, like convinced about that. It's, I see it. So what's your score on the album? Man, the album starts the year really strong. I feel, I feel it. I feel that this is an album I'm going to go back a lot. Mm -hmm. I, I feel it. Like soccer mom, foreign mall invite, no pun intended. Um, early worms get the bird with Mafia Double D. I like that song. And Mafia Double D was great on that. I don't know who he is. He was no idea, but he, he was really good. Absolutely. So I'm feeling um, eight. You? I was going with eight, eight point five, eight, eight point five, eight point five or eight. You need to pick one. Give me eight point three. I'm gonna yeah, be. Exactly. I'm gonna be like Pitchfork, <laughs> like the indie suckers. I'm gonna say it's an eight point three five. Eight point three five. Okay. So those were your favorite songs. Yeah, if I t um, let's say it's an eleven song, eleven album, eleven song album. I'll go with a formal invite, Jack Frost, those first two hit, and Soccer Mom. Okay. Top three. I'm going to go with Evil Genius, uh, Brand New Chanel Kicks, and Early Worm Gets Get Birds. Early Worm Get Birds, yep. Great album. Great album. Uh, next album. Ooh. It came out in 2023. I didn't count it on my list. I'm not going to count it on any list because it came out on December 29, 2023. But you wanted to talk about it. Okay. Yes. I mean... Uh, it's, Come on. it's Holland Nash 2, West Side Gun, Conway, La Machina, and fully, fully, fully produced by my favorite producer in the whole entire universe, The Alchemist. The Alchemist. So, yeah, the, Go the talk. version. You wanted to talk about it. 
so the version we all know is not the official one. No, they it's the it. it's the original. It's, original is the original. The original version. It's not the official. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's the the first one. That's what it was supposed to be. I mean, they scrapped it. They used the song, uh, the song here and there for different. Uh, singles and albums, mm -hmm. uh, beats. So we already heard about. Uh, we already heard uh, Ray Mysterio that was on it. Uh, Ray for... Mysterio, R A Y. Yes, Ray. Um, why they did that? Huh? because of the probably the WWE would have fucked them over. Some, yeah, some shit like that. Yeah. So we heard Ray Mysterio, Fork in the Pot, ninety four Ghost Shit, uh, Judas, and that's uh, it. And that's pretty much it. Michelangelo, did we hear Michelangelo? No. So I these were put on uh, the EPs that the Alchemist put out, right? Yeah, on different EPs, absolutely, yeah. Okay. And some uh, 94 Ghost Shit was just uh, vinyl. Remember when that came out? I refused to listen to it. But refused. Let me get something right here. Did Schoolboy Q was on 94 Ghost Shit, the original, right? No, he was on Fork in the Pot. The whole time? Okay, so maybe I'm mistaken. I thought the first 94 ghost shit was with Conway, I, Conway and Schoolboy Q. I thought the same thing. I think that's another version, and the three together went on fucking the pot. But they, I'm they, looking, they, I'm looking. Yeah, they connected with Schoolboy Q at Alchemist House, and they did a couple of songs together, I think. Imagine so being there. Came out. Oof. Schoolboy Q, man. Fuck, every time I go back to his old stuff, I, I love it, man. I just enjoy it so much. So, they do the introduction of this album, okay? This is like... Okay, I wanted to talk about the album because it's me and you. We need to get mm -hmm. together. We we're the original Holland Nash, come right? On, come on, yes. We're the original Holland Nash. Come on, come on. So, Mira, I just want to say this. This is like a time capsule, okay? And you bring me back... To 2017, 18, 2018, and you give me this album, and I go, yes, this is West Saigon and Conway. This is them. I would have freaked the fuck, dude. We would have lost the shit. They would. This would have been a classic. The only song for me that I is fucking get high. I, I like it. I, I like it. Taken out that song. I, I would have taken out that song. And last episode, I said that I love when Westside does those ballads, but that was not for me. But other than that, dude, Fork in the Pot, I would listen to that every day. The introduction is just classic. Griselda. Uh, Pete and Andre. Oh! Classic. Griselda. <laughs> That's like the introduction, Conway just going hard on that fucking beat. Steven. Nobody would rap on that. Imagine if imagine if Prodigy was still Prodigy would go on on beat. It would like have that. been on probably every song. Prodigy would have gone on some like a beat weird like introduction. And Prodigy would have murdered that thing. I think he would have done it in this uh, era. But whatever, that's another discussion. But introduction to me, just Conway going in and West Saigon not even rapping and just doing the talk shit. That's that's a classic. That's, the that's what that's what we want. This is what we want. They put it out at the end of the year for a reason. It's like, hey, here's this. We're gonna come in 2024 with more shit. Dude, is is it really like 
all when I hear that track introduction, for me is I see Conway coming in the ring. Okay, the A violence. Fucking WWE coming in the ring, and the manager is Westside Gun talking shit. That's the what I violence. See. The that's violence. What see. That's what I see. I, I really that's the vision I have with that introduction. Is them coming into the ring, and then you have Rey Mysterio. That's it. I never get tired of that beat. I hear it every day at work. Oh, I just put I put the beat in at work, and uh, I just listen to that song so many times. I always like it. No, it's. Uh, I'm happy that they put this out. We bought it on CD, which is fantastic. Uh, it's just an extra. It's like a. Here's the appetizer before you get the main meal. Yep. Because I, I have a feeling when when that the official. What's the mm -hmm. difference between official and original? I think it's the same thing, no? No, the original is the first version. It's like V1 of something. Okay, I might, I might be stupid. The official is what is considered when, to be the project. When that comes out, I think it's going to be something. They call it, they're probably going to call it All in Nash 2 as, as well, I guess. Or they might even call it something else. I don't care what they call it. But if it's Alchemist behind it and they're rapping like this, and I know this is stuff from 2018, maybe 2019, 2020, around yeah. that area. 2018 is too is too early. Probably 2020, because yeah. some of these songs came out in 2020, 2021. Then I think we're gonna get something heavy. And and when they when they link together, and fucking Alchemist is behind it, it's gonna be fucking something. We needed to talk about it. We needed to talk about it. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. Uh, anything else? Are you looking forward to anything? Uh, that's coming out in the next couple of weeks or months or whatnot. Is Muddy Waters 2 coming in? Uh, probably. I heard 2030. <laughs> the date's been pushed back. So that day, man, I'm still waiting on it. Red, listen to me, bro. Drop it, but just go with a great producer. That's all I'm asking. But other than that, no, man. I It's just the Stove God. Stove God cooks need to come out with... Uh, Something this year, so that's probably my most anticipated. Benny the Butcher. <laughs> oh, that's Benny coming the out. Benny the Butcher is uh, coming the out. The 2020, 20, 27th. No, the 27th is the Royal Rumble. Um, the 26th, the Friday, the 26th is uh, the new Benny album. What's it so called? He Won't Go, He Won't Something? Everybody Can Go. Everybody Can Go. There's that. Uh, I don't know what else, man. There's there's for nothing me, in what? I'm not aware of what's coming in, but I'm for sure what I'm looking out, Stove God Cooks. Uh I can't wait for that album. Uh yeah. That's pretty much the album that I have in mind right now. Other than that, 2024, man, there's gonna be so many albums that are gonna drop. So Yeah. We'll see. So before we get up out of here, Malenko, I want to thank you again, once again. Uh, 2024 is going to be a big year. I'm excited to do these videos on YouTube. Uh, Let's do it. Yeah, we're going to have to get used to this shit because I have no idea what to say at the end of the podcast. Go subscribe to my channel. Uh, it's true. <laughs> you need to show. You need to learn that. You need to be like, hey, guys, so if you like the video leave a fucking like everybody leave a it. comment leave a comment steven.altime is that our youtube <laughs> we look i don't know bro i don't know you is we're gonna have fun with this shit man that's all i know we're gonna have fun with this shit and we're gonna try it out 
So you're gonna you're gonna edit. I appreciate that. Thanks for editing. If there's any issues with the videos, don't blame me. Blame Malenko. Uh, and True. and before we get up out of here, I just want to thank all the supporters. Thank you so much for supporting in 2023. The people that are going to continue to support in 2024. I want to give a major shout out to Bars Over BS for supporting me, putting me on the emails, uh, promoting the podcast. I really appreciate that. And there's two podcasts I want to give a big shout out to. The Abyss Podcast. Thank you so much um, for the support. You guys do a fantastic job. I love what these guys do. These guys are doing it great. They're interviewing the artists. There's an amazing chemistry there. So please check them out. The We're going to put the link in the description. Yeah, you, got, you have a lot more work to do now. So the Abyss Podcast. And one of my favorite podcasts, the Each One Teach One Podcast. Link in the description. Link in the description. Dude is always doing fantastic things. Always pushing the envelope. Yeah. Great stuff coming in 2024 for the Each One Teach One podcast. I'm your host, the Ayatollah Hip Hop, the whole damn show, the Rated R podcaster, and one half of the tag team champions of the world with my co-host. Le francophone, <laughs> the francophone. Save me, save me, please. My English, save me, please. Terrible. You better, you better come correct to these fucking videos with a, with a shaved beard and a shaved head. Puta not... madre, si, es verdad, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to come correct. Don't worry. So, follow us at Steven.AllTime and whatever the YouTube is. Peace. Peace.